It's crazy because John Jones made it smart behind comment. He was like, if uh, Glover Teixeira broke into Anthony Smith's house, he wouldn't be defending his family from shit or something like that. Oh, my God. That was... Everybody was like, yeah, that was so ass. That was such an asshole statement. It was, but it was so true. it was so accurate. (laughs) I mean, like, when you think about the the, the gravity of this, of the ass whooping that he gave Anthony Smith, I mean, it's true. It doesn't matter who you was trying to defend your family from. If that was Glover Mm -hmm. that came to that door... Mm-mm. Hey yo, your ass was his. Mm. Like he wasn't. He's not talking to his coaches. Like yeah, we got it. Uh, put me back in there. Now nah, I want him. Like no, nah, he's just sitting there. Like oh, my teeth are falling out. And hey, touche for Anthony Smith, man. If it makes you happy, then you know be happy. Nobody has anything against sadomasochism. Um, it's just that I need to know that's what I'm about to fucking watch before I watch it. Back, welcome to another exciting episode of the Round One Podcast. I'm Joshua. It's your boy Lou. And today we got some UFC coronavirus madness, hysteria, pandemic live fighting for you. Well, gosh damn, Josh. You know, I, I, it was a lot of fights. I mean, a lot of damn fights. I'm, I wasn't used. I wasn't used to fights that, that that many fights in one week. Wednesday came and I almost forgot that I had another damn fight to watch. It, it, it was like Thanksgiving. Almost. You called me and was like, "Hey man, you watching the fight?" And I said, "Oh shit, the fight's on." God damn. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, hey, yo, yeah. I'm, I'm watching the fight. Straight spoil, yo. Straight spoil. Because now <laughs> I'm like, all right, Wednesday. You know what I mean? We got it. Do we got? It? Do we have another one? Do we have another one <laughs> going on, man? Hey, Gosh, don't. Matter of fact, I was. I was cooking some pork chops earlier talking to you, talking about some. You said, oh, yeah, we got a fight this Saturday. I'm like, I don't think we have a fight this Saturday. Yes, we do. Google it. Google it. It says we got a fight this Saturday. Yeah, but the UFC website says to be determined. Yeah, I'm almost positive that I was hearing a lot of rumblings about a fight uh, being made between Gilbert Burns and uh, Tyron Woodley that was supposed to take place um, for May 23rd. And when you type in UFC in Google, uh it pops up as soon as you type in UFC. It automatically pops up uh, UFC May twenty third, two thousand. Which one called? Do, do it in the Google browser, uh, Josh. This, this is a uh, this is called Google Chrome. Oh, okay. So everything's a Google browser. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. <laughs> well, it was doing yeah. it. it was doing it on well, my phone. Lou, this is strange. <laughs> it was doing it on my phone. Like, do it in do it in the bottom <laughs> box, Josh. <laughs> You see, he's doing it. It's because it's a tap. Yo, I'm telling you though. But soon as when I when I uh, every time I check the darn thing, hmm, strange. It's not there. Yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans. Hold on, UFC fights. Well, anyway, we were supposed to have a. We we were. It was out there. It was it was in the ether that we were supposed to have a. Tyrone Woodley versus Gilbert fight. Right. And then, because uh, I, I, I remember somebody else being on that card, though. You see, um, look, look. That I was excited for. What's that? I don't even know how you got that. I don't know. But oh, because oh, you typed UF. And it came up UFC mm. Saturday, May 23rd, 2020. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll uh, retract my previous shenanigans statement. Thank you very much. All right, now let me go and click on it and see what happens. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. 
All right, so um, yeah, so this was the second fight in Jacksonville, Florida. We're gonna cover. Go ahead and cover the second and third fight. Yeah, we had a lot um, of that. We had a lot of action. A lot of action from Jacksonville. Sorry. Yeah, Jacksonville. Uh, definitely shout outs to the state that can't keep its people off the beaches, but keeps the fighters in the ring. I mean, yeah, if you want to do some crazy shit, you should take it to Florida. You know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean, it was natural. It was natural for the UFC first for the first comeback fight to be to take place in in, in Florida. So uh, you know. So there's we're not going to dig into this card like we normally do because we got. Two cards covered. Yeah, we'll keep it but, light. Uh, yeah, and speaking of light, let's start with the lightweight division. Uh, Michael Johnson versus Tiago Moses. Um, yeah, I probably jinx Michael Johnson or something. I have no idea, man. Like, I, so shout out to Michael Johnson. <laughs> shout out. Um, your loss can be attributed to Lewis rooting for you. Possibly, man, because yes. like I literally was like, you know what? I just decided after, I I think it was the fight that he when he got knocked out against um, oh man, who was the little ball head, gremlin looking dude? Uh, yeah, apologies for the guy, <laughs> but he looks like a gremlin. He got a lot of tattoos. Um, on. Nope, not Evan Dunham, and I didn't even see that fight. Oh, that was canceled. Okay. Yeah. Josh Emmett. That's right. Josh Emmett. Yeah. When I seen him get knocked out against Josh Emmett, I was like, oh, man. You know what I mean? Um, and he was looking really, really good in that fight. Um, I was like, dad, going, I got to, you know, I want to start rooting for Michael Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, I remember him on the Ultimate Fighter show. And, uh, He's 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 a great fighter, man. He's always been around, but now you know lately he's he's got himself on a on a bit of a skid. I think it's time for him to mix it up, maybe switch um switch camps, um, you know find a find a refocus or or or, or perhaps go to a different uh, organization if he does truly have title um, contention aspirations. And he's not willing to, you know, make any make any changes. But I really like Michael Johnson. He's fast as hell, man. Fast mm -hmm. as hell. I love his grit, yo. He loves to stand up and bang. You know what I'm saying? But um, he, he ended up getting uh, tapped out by uh, Tiago Moses. So uh, that was that. You know, these fights, even though you know they they put them together due to due, due to the quarantine, and uh, a lot of these fights, you know what I'm saying? You know, guys was you know taking them on short notice. I don't know if it's the fact that. There's nobody in the arena and people are not afraid to get knocked out in front of nobody because, you know, it's basically mm -hmm. training. It's just all your friends, you know, all the, all, all the, all the business guys is the, in there. The pressure is. Yeah, there. because I mean, when you're, you're, I just feel like we're truly being able to see these guys just be free and even on the mic after the fight is over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The promos that these people are cutting, you know what I'm saying? That you're getting, they're asking, you're asking them questions and they're giving you clear, concise answers. Mm -hmm. I am really, really, really enjoying uh, this whole UFC quarantine. It, it, it will definitely be, you know, a fixture in my mind, like a point in time that I will always remember. Like this has been, this has been special and the fights has been, uh, been great. But, um, so R Ricky Simone got the win over, over Ray Borg. Uh, three so before decision. you jump to pass Ricky Simone, I just want to make a comment that, um, though over the last three fights, there have been multiple times where you can tell that it's dead silent. Mm -hmm. I think Ricky Simone's fight, took it to the furthest extent possible. Um, it was DC 
uh, calling uh, calling the fight, and he was talking about how big Ricky Simone was as a bantamweight in in, uh, in size comparison to Ray Borg, and Ricky heard it. Mm. Ricky heard it so daggone clear that he started, you know, scrunching up and flexing his arms, you know what I mean, to show DC how big he really was. And um, I just appreciated that in the (laughs) middle of the fight. I really appreciated that. And I said, man, it's going to suck when you got fight fans in the audience again. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's funny because um, the last fight when – uh, Michael Bisbing was doing the corner and you could hear Michael Bisbing's voice fluctuating because he realized that he was screaming <laughs> and he was trying to bring it back down because yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know he's like he is punching him in oh he's punching him in the face he can't take shots like that you know what I mean because <laughs> dude was right there against the king it looks horrible they oh, need now, to stop this now, fight now that's something interesting because um, with UFC 249 UFC on ESPN plus 29 both in, in both of those uh cards the commentators were far away from the fight yeah yeah yeah. and ufc on espn 8 paul felder michael bisping they was right on side yeah it's pretty close to the action yeah they was closer than what i feel like they normally are no i thought there was about um i thought Mm. there was there was you know in their normal spots old fights yeah but i yeah i didn't go back and watch any of those i went back and watched and rewatched the uh I went back and rewatched the main event to this card that we're covering now. Mm. But um so moving on. Yeah, uh the Drew Dober fight, Drew Dober and Alexander Hernandez. Um congrats to uh to Drew Dober, young uh lightweight, um really looking like a contender. Alexander Hernandez, I believe the last time we seen him fight was his loss to Cowboy Donald Cerrone. But before that, he was on a little bit of a streak himself. Um. Oh, he beat no. He he beat Francisco Trinaldo. Okay, and then he lost to. Okay, so uh, lost. No, no, no. It's the opposite. Whatever. Yeah, lost, lost to Cerrone, then beat Francisco. So lost one, one, and then lost. Ah, uh, he's still a very, very young man with high hopes, and mm-hmm. um, I think uh, you know. A bright future ahead of him, but that was a that was a good fight, man. Drew Dober got it. Drew Dober got it done. It, it was it was a good fight. Second round knockout. Yeah. Or TKO really. Yeah, it was really a TKO. Yeah, but yeah, Drew Dober, man. Yeah, he was just that boy looked clean. Yeah, he was. He was just patient. It was simple. It was crisp, and it was consistent. You know, he didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. He had a game plan, and he was ready to do that. Boy, in that second round, was he piecemealing this boy? Like yeah. there was a whole flurry where I think he only missed one punch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. just clean shots. Just clean mm. shots. Well, this has got to be the fastest we got to a co-main event. Um, we're just splitting for record time right now. So, yeah, heavyweight bout. Some cinder block throwers. Well, one cinder block thrower and, uh, I don't know, maybe like a brick thrower that tried to move up to the cinder block division. Ben Rothwell versus Ovin St. Peru. Yeah, Ovin St. OSP. And his inaugural heavyweight uh, debut. Um, So he... OSP. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, His his fighting style does leave some to be desired, um, which isn't an understatement at all. Uh, I've never been a big fan of OSP. I like when he does the... St. Prue choke or the Von Flu choke, but besides that, 
it's not really going Sucks. for me. Yeah, so I was excited to see how he was going to fare in going up to heavyweight. Maybe the added power. Um, knowing that OSP has a questionable chin, uh, has been viciously knocked out by Jimmy Manoa and others. Um, so... I, you know, just with knowing that I was just kind of, you know, curious and how, you know, how, how his chin was fair or maybe he was cutting too much weight and that was the cause for him getting down to 205, the dehydration, maybe that was the cause of the KO. So I was kind of, you know, interested to see if he was going to have a resurgence in his career and, and show something exciting. And, um, well, you guess, you know what, Lewis, you know what? He didn't. No. Okay. No, he, he didn't. didn't. He didn't show us a thing. Okay. All he showed is that he was deathly afraid of Ben Rothwell. Granted, I would be too. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want your punch. Man has a very interesting choice in toenail polish. Okay, I'd be deathly afraid of him too. Touche. But I do not understand what Ovin St. Peru game plan was, other than to ride a bicycle the entire match. Yeah, he definitely stayed the on the absolute entire match. This man was just running away, running away, running away. Yeah. And he was too scared to throw strikes. And then, like, I, I, I listen, I was rooting for Ovin St. Peru. I definitely want Ben Rothwell to win, but I wanted Ovens to prove me wrong. So I rooted for him. Right. And when he started landing those combinations in round two, definitely in round three, I was like, okay, man, trust yourself. Yeah. Go for it. Trust yourself. Like, you are, you are. Every time you want to this guy, put a three in right. there. It's there. Ben Rothwell, he he'll 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 explode on you, but he's not known like when he's in those law states, he's not known for putting up combos. So when he's in that law state, you've got to take advantage of it one hundred percent. Yeah. And Ovin St. Peru just he let me down hard. Like again, like I'm not a fan of this guy, but I rooted for him in the heavyweight division because this is all he got. Like, I don't see what he got left now. Yeah, I don't see any uh, championship uh, hopes for him in the light heavyweight division. I, I don't I don't think. I mean, now you have a whole new breed of of uh, contenders that came up and already basically surpassed him um, in his quest to get a shot. So, uh, yeah, I, it, you know, it looked like a stick and move type of plan, but it, it, it looked like he stuck and moved too much. No, no, no. It looked you know like he I mean? moved more yeah. than he stuck. So, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, he definitely was trying to, uh, you know, win on the books, win on the cards. He engaged when he did engage. He had some nice con uh, combinations. Definitely crisper than uh, than Ben Rothwell, but that's that's about you know that's about all I can give to him. It was crisper. Well, since we're done with that disappointment, let's go to another what the f moment. This was of this ESPN card. This was absolutely this was absolutely cringeworthy. This was uncomfortable at times. Like this shit was ma you know mature television. That like like that that shit was a beating. That was that was hard on the eyes. That was hard so on the eyes. What we're talking about is the mauling. Sheesh. Probably about oh, I don't know three rounds. Would you say a three round mauling? I think that it was, was, a it, was four, it was four. Yeah, four yeah, it was, well, it was three rounds. It was three round mauling. Three round mauling. Yeah. Of Anthony Smith by yeah. Glover Teixeira. It was the revelant equivalent of of the of a bout. It was as if you a revenant equivalent. Watched the revenant scene. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody came in and said, "Oh, what happened?" Then you went back and played it again. 
And then somebody else came in and was like, oh, what, what is this? What are y'all watching? Take it back. And they went back again. Just three rounds of The Revenant. Right. First opening. You yeah. Know, if somebody put soft music behind it and told you that was a, a poetic expression of The Revenant, it, you'd be like, oh, well done. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I had to visualize it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as you I hear the song, yeah, it. I mean, I the, like, just think about that. Just think about and the slow mo moment. The part where he hugged him in the back. No, you know? boy, think about the slow mo moment when uh, he put his chest. Glover Teixeira put his chest on Anthony Smith's back and said, "It's okay, baby." Listen, listen. Yeah, it's he okay. did. He definitely did. But think about the moment where he was getting ground and pound and he grabbed his teeth off the mat and then picked them up and handed them to the ref. Like, if that's not a still frame with a man on your back punching you in the face while you're palming, while you're handing Yo. your teeth to the efficient. Listen, I 100. We got to get into this fight. Okay, so. so I 100% agree with Shell Sonnen. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That- his corner let him down. Yeah, they they that one hundred percent felt him. So 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 breaking down the fight and looking into, and looking at the fight, the first really, round a lot to break down here. Yeah, it really is. It's uh it's crazy, but the first round was a one sided landslide. Anthony Smith came out looking re uh, revitalized, rejuvenated. He looked like he was ready to storm the castle once again and make his run at the uh, light heavyweight champion John Jones. He looked like he wanted to make a statement of a win and use Glover Teixeira as his uh, pedestal. In that in, in, in that quest, and uh, in the first round, he was on point. He was on task. I mean, everything was landed. It was a simple one-two. Um, Glover was trying to move his head around a lot, but it, it, it ended up being more or less a, a shuffle. Um, but it was a simple one-two. He kept using that front uh, body kick that teed up the middle. Um, he was catching Glover on some just just some nice nasty ass hooks, and Glover just kept pushing forward. No matter what Anthony Smith did, Glover. Over to share was not phased, and he didn't give a damn. He was he 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 knew that the only way to beat Anthony Smith was to be in his face for the entire fight in, 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 until his pace dropped. And uh, the second round, the first half of the second round, it looked identical to the first round. But at two minutes and almost thirty seconds on the nose in the second round, it mm. flipped like the head of a damn coin. Just. Mm. Glover Teixeira hit Anthony Smith with a body shot, and then he came over and he caught him with a punch that landed right in his eye. And after he caught him with that punch in his eye, Anthony Smith grabbed his eye and started going back to the to the to, you know leaning back against the cage. And Glover Teixeira just started putting a beating on him that has not been seen, you know, you, you know, since or, 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 or before that moment. Like that, I mean, he he put an ass whooping on him that should go into the his, that should go into the hall of fame like when they do a ufc uh the ufc announcement it should be glover to share his foot and anthony smith's ass as the next inductees into the hall of fame like that was they should induct the referee for not giving a fuck into the hall of fame induct <laughs> induct the coaches for being the worst fucking examples of people to have behind you into the goddamn hall of fame this shit was a farce to every stretch of the imagination. By the third round, he stumbled back to the ring to say, my teeth are falling out. 
Mind you, at the moment he's complaining about his teeth, the referee currently has two of his teeth in his pocket. Okay? The excuse that they gave him was that Anthony Smith has veneers, and sometimes his veneers fall out, but they didn't know that he was talking about his real teeth. So Anthony Smith lost a whole bunch of damn teeth, both fake and fiction. Wait. In that wait, goddamn fight. Is, is this it? Is this it? Because you got one more part that you got to. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, this. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you got to nail the one part. In the middle, I think it was the fourth or fifth round, in the middle of the fight, uh, 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 Glover Teixeira has Anthony Smith's back, and he's just ground and pounding him, ground and pounding him. And he says, <laughs> Glover Teixeira says in Anthony Smith's ear, this is just business. Is that what he said to that man? Yes, he did. Oh, and then Anthony Smith responded, I know, man. I know. It was just like, yo, if, if you took that audio clip and you put it to like a gang rape scene oh, in a prison Oh, my gosh. Okay? It would have been totally accurate. You would have been like, yep, yep, yep. This is accurate. But for that to be in a UFC main event, that it was just unnecessary. One hundred percent, I could not believe he said that. Yo, that's some funny crap. I'm gonna have to send you that video. Yeah, I seen nah, it. I didn't see it. You gotta send he me that. He said, he said, he hit him in the head and said, "This is just business." Hit him in the head again. The Anthony Smith said, "I know, man. I know." Yo, <laughs> it was, it's crazy because John Jones uh, made a smart behind comment. He was like, "If uh, Glover Teixeira broke into Anthony Smith's house, he wouldn't be defending his family from shit." Like that. Oh my god! That was. <laughs> Everyone was, was like, "Yo, that was so ass. That was such yeah. an asshole statement." It was, but it was but so it was true. So accurate. <laughs> So it was accurate. so true. He said everything Yo. that everyone thought. Because and then Glover Teixeira is like, that's not nice. Yo, that's not sportsmanlike. Right. Because it was and such yet, a... And then yet, and yet, I bet when he walked back and said, wait, what did he say? I didn't really understand. I just heard John Jones' name and right. I knew what to say. Right, exactly. Because... I mean, like when you think about the the, the the gravity of this of the ass whooping that he gave Anthony Smith. I mean, it's true. It doesn't matter who you was trying to defend your family from. If that was Glover mm-hmm. that came to that door, mm-hmm. hey yo, your ass was his. So the whole time you heard Paul Felder and 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 uh, uh, John Anik saying. I think they're going to stop the fight. They're going to stop the fight. <laughs> Anthony Smith looks like he's you know like they should stop the fight. So. If this fight, this fight got ended up getting stopped, not by the not by the uh the, the, the corner, but it got stopped by the by the merciful judge. I mean by mm-hmm. the merciful ref. Um well merciful, merciless, it's a flip of the merciless, bro. It's crazy it's because Anthony merciful. Smith is it, like yo, he just didn't know how like he didn't know how to give His up. His nickname is is just what hurt him the most. Yeah, because he took an ass whooping and if he would have just laid still, per se. Like by the time he got done, I think he ended up having a broke orbital bone, a mm-hmm. broke orbital bone, the uh, eye socket. He, he had busted cauliflower ear, mm-hmm. um, and, and and a bunch of other shit wrong with him. I mean, if you would have just laid on the ground mm-hmm. in a gee whiz, a broken nose, broken orbital bone, two missing teeth. These are the new, not the veneers. A cut <laughs> under his right eye, one tooth in the front. And one towards the back, he said, his real teeth. Oh, okay. So he wanted to clear it up for the rest of you guys, too. That was a question in that veneer shit. 
Uh, well, he gonna have two more veneers now. Cause my teeth is falling out. Yeah, they just kept putting him back in there and, and said that he it was giving him the opportunity to fight. I mean, to Jason Herzog's uh, defense, Anthony Smith was intelligently defending himself. It's just that, I mean, he, he when when I seen his cauliflower ear uh, get busted from the mm-hmm. from the side punches. Mm-hmm. Like I would, if I was the if I was the the the, the corner, I would have just threw the through the tile. I mean, even when it was over, and he, Anthony walked back, mm-hmm. he, like he wasn't. He's not talking to his coaches. Like, yeah, we got it. Uh, put me back in there, and nah, I want him. Like, no, nah, he's just sitting there, like uh, my teeth are falling out. <sighs> like, like you talking about? You know, I need the one, two, four. You know, keep peppering him with the jab. Keep it straight. You know, you know, step on that jab when you was doing the jab. It was good. And he's talking about my teeth. Like he doesn't want to be there, bro. No, one hundred percent. 100%. And I think, I, I, like I said, I think that just really, that talks to your, 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 your coaches. And the problem here is he's not going to leave him. No, no, he's probably not going to leave him. But because um, I've seen him put out a statement, you know, backing up his corner and everything like that. And, hey, touche for Anthony Smith, man. If it makes you happy, then, you know, be happy. Nobody has anything against say the master kiss him. Um, it's just that I need to know that's what I'm about to fucking watch before I watch it. Like, I need to know that you were say the masochist before you got into that ring. You know what I mean? And that y'all, that your people. Like, I, I don't know. I need you. I need you to. <laughs> I need. I need you to drop an Instagram picture. Something that's safe for me to view, but for me to understand. Right. Holistically. Right. Like your mo. Like you went out there. You went out there looking. You know. Looking I need. To get I need you open. when you come out. <laughs> when you come out to your, your next fight intro. I need you to have Rihanna's song. That'll tell me everything. <laughs> That's what I need. I need you to have the Rihanna song, the the, the SDM song. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on to Saturday's fight, because really we're just beating an Anthony Smith at this point. There's yeah. Nothing more I mean, to talk about. yeah. Get well, get well soon, man. <laughs> and leave, leave, leave those fuckers. Leave them. Probably won't, yeah. but you should. Well, speaking of another crazy upset. Yeah, Saturday's um, fight was weird for different reasons, though. Saturday's fight, it wasn't the, 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 the coaches that was assholes. It was the judges. The judges yes. was complete ass clowns yes. to, to, uh, on Saturday. Um, who, wait, you had Paul Felder and Michael Bisping. Who was the other one? Uh, no, nah, it wasn't Anik. It was the other white dude that only does... The British shows. Oh yeah, he's the one that's always with Felder. Um, yeah. Not Felder, uh, Bisping. Bisping, yeah. Yeah. Um, he made the comment that he was like, "I, I do not know what fight the judges were watching." Felder even said it. Yeah. He's like, "I don't, I don't even know if they was watching the fight half the time. They must have missed it." Yeah. But um, Sung Young Dong versus Marlon Vera. Um, I came in at the end, the end, end of this. Um, so you're gonna have to fill me in. I mean, it was a it was a closely contested fight back and forth uh, throughout. I thought that Sun Young Dong had the first round. I think Marlon Vera had the second round pretty handily. I might have those mixed up, but um, I definitely had it one one. And then the third round, uh, Sun Young Dong was doing pretty well, but at the end of the round, Marlon Vera put a beating on Sun Young Dong. I mean, the round the, the fight ended with uh, Marlon Vera. Laying hands on Sung Young Dung And um, the last thing I was expecting Was to hear And I think not only was it a decision But I think some of them had a 27-30 uh, uh, decision Like they had them, had them all three rounds um, 
Yeah, and you can see Marlon Vera score two takedowns, uh, and striking was pretty much close. Uh, uh, Sun Yong Dong outstruck Marlon Vera by four strikes. So yeah, so them two takedowns. Two takedowns, yeah. Should have won the fight for him. Exactly. Um, so going on, uh, but but in that division, both guys are are definitely uh, you know interesting prospects to look forward uh, forward to in the future in the featherweight division. So Yong Dong training out of uh, uh, Team Alpha Male, training with Team Alpha Male. Um, he, he he's only 22 years old, man. He's he's got a lot of power. I think this kid is going to be the first Asian male UFC champion. He has a he has the opportunity. He's a, he has the chance to to if he puts it together. Um, and Marlon Vera, he, he looked looked good all over, man. It was a great fight. Um, just bad judging. Mm. So I, I came in on the Eric Anders Christoph Jocko fight. Ain't mm. much to say there. Eric Anders made it an extremely boring fight. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, Jocko got the win. Yeah, it was just a lot of backing up, a lot of backing mm-hmm. up and holding and not doing shit on Eric Anders' part. Yeah, and then he would just grab, he yeah. would clinch and lay there, Cr- clinch and push him up against the uh, clinch and push him up against the cage, and he really wasn't even going for takedowns. He nope. just was laying there. Weird. Yeah. Um, going on to a I next. I think it was the mullet. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, and he did, black and he dropped right. Wear mullets. Yeah, no black mullets definitely aren't for the blacks. Uh, and he dropped. I think he. This was a fight returning at the middleweight division, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back down from mm-hmm. the light heavy. Yeah, I don't know. That was an interesting right. fight. Um, so then we had Hige Ige. Yeah, my man. It's in Barboza. Yeah, you know what? And Dan Dan Ige, he he put on a damn show. I I was expecting. I wasn't expecting uh, Edson Barboza to, well, I, I wasn't expecting Edson Barboza to be able to make weight at 145, but, um, you know, I wasn't expecting him to uh, to look so damn good and healthy uh, in doing it, but in seeing, you know, seeing how good he looked, seeing how healthy he looked, you know, how crispy he looked, I, I did think that he was going to be able to have the advantage, but this win with Dan Ige over Edson Barboza had absolutely nothing to do with uh, weight. Uh, cutting or the divisions, um, Edson Barboza just wasn't better than Dan Ige. Uh, Dan Ige was all over Edson Barboza. He was faster. He was landing more combination. Edson, you can see Edson slowing down. Dan Ige had a pace. He was willing to keep up that pace and prepared to keep up the pace for all all three rounds. And he won himself a handling decision against Edson Barboza, who was formerly ranked in the lightweight division. I think Dan Ige is ranked fifteenth. He was. So now maybe Dan Ige will see himself uh, against some actual featherweight prospects in the future. So congrats to Dan Ige. That was a that was a damn good fight. That was a pretty good fight. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good war. Mm-hmm. Good little war. Yeah. Um, just felt like Edson Barboza didn't pull the trigger enough, but I actually give that to Dan Ige for he came out um, – it's to me. It's very rare to see somebody come out in the um, the first round and fire off immediately. Yeah, and he fired off immediately. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, he he had reckless abandonment. He didn't give a damn. He didn't respect Edson Barboza's power and none of that shit. He wasn't afraid of. He was gonna spin on him or nothing. Nothing. But that that threw Edson <laughs> off. Yeah, it did. Also threw him off quick it did I, you know Edson Edson always is a little slow on the trigger he always waits until he's uh, a little bit too fatigued to start throwing all a bunch of spin like you know Edson keeps it technical in the beginning but the moment Edson starts getting uh, fatigued and you start overwhelming him then he'll start just throwing random spinning attacks it can be dangerous but it would be more dangerous if he was working those spinning attacks into his technique when he was fresher 
Right. Versus just using those as Hail Marys. And that's what you're seeing. Right. You're seeing a lot of Hail Marys. Dan Ige wasn't having that shit. Um, so on to the next. Uh, women's Strawweight, Claudia Gadella versus Angela Hill. Not the um, fucking fight I expected to see. Not the fucking fight I expected to see at what do you mean? all. Not at all. Explain yourself. I did not. I, I mean, I watched Angela Hill on the show, The Ultimate Fighter. And there was, I mean, if, if there's no fucking way that you could have told me if I didn't see what I saw that Angela Hill, you know, lost in the split decision. But she actually beat Claudia fucking Gadella. I never would have thought in a million years that Angela Hill had the potential in her to, to, to do that. And uh, amazing, amazing fucking show by her. I mean, she stood up. I mean, black women stand up. I mean, Angela fucking Hill. I mean, she did an amazing job. Her striking looks super crisp. I love her head movement. Still a little bit of unnatural, you know, unnatural to the Dominic Cruz style. But I, I love her fucking head movement. I like how she mixes in her leg kicks. She constantly stayed away. She always stayed outside of the, uh, she stayed outside of the, um, of the, the takedown threat. Mm-hmm. Sorry for my uh, surgery. They got me on. Percocets from my hand, so I don't know if spiders are coming down from the ceiling or if I'm just seeing shit here. But um, they uh, <clears throat> so she had, she she constantly stayed to the outside, worked the jab, worked the leg kick, and I thought, and she and she actually caught um, and that's that's my that's my standing argument, uh, is 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 the 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 knockdown that Angela Hill had. It went split decision mm-hmm. the other way, but I believe from the knockdown that Angela Hill had over Claudia Gadella, and Claudia had one takedown, but Angela had a knockdown over her, and she outstruck her in total strikes only by one, but still, if we're going to split hairs. But the significant strike. Significant strike, she outstruck six. her. Yeah, I mean, she I had mean, by uh, six, uh, right. But, yeah, but six. total strikes only by one, you know what I mean? Uh, you got one takedown and one knockdown. I'm going to say that knockdown weighs way heavier than the takedown. I don't believe she had her. I think she took her down at the end of round one. Two. One or one, two, yeah. One, one, one. And then one, she, had she had her. in that crucifix. Right, and then she had her down for the remainder of that. But after that, there was no more. Uh, she had, you know, three more takedown uh, attempts, but none was success, uh, successful. Yeah, so. I, I felt a little robbed on this one. You did big I, I, I did believe it was a split decision, um, but... I felt like Angela did way more than Claudia did in those last rounds yeah. to, to get that victory. Yeah, I couldn't help but agree. And I know you've been big on Angela Hill ever since, uh, I want to say, ever since uh, she was on JRE. But, um, I liked her a little bit before, but the JRE, I like, I like it when I get the no fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it easier to root for or against them. And, yeah, when she was on JRE, um, she revealed a lot of information about fighters. Gotcha. Um, a lot that helps me understand why the UFC operates in the way that it does. Why did the UFC? It helps me understand why the UFC put on uh, a fight during a pandemic that a lot of people were bashing. Mm. You know, so uh, these fighters, they don't—they're not like the NBA. NBA, these guys won. These guys are multimillionaires. Even you know, like the lowest-paid NBA player is a well-paid. Um, UFC fighter You know what I mean mm. like, Well paid it was, I bet the lowest paid NBA player Gets probably What a uh, Rank number one fighter gets Maybe even uh, A certain Flyweight champion gets I mean 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very, it's really, it's it's hard to, it's hard because you're talking about you know negotiation for for a year mm. versus you know you fight by fight. Yeah, well, you're getting uh, yeah, you're getting NFL that money players, all year. NBA players, major league uh, baseball players, soccer players, or football from the countries who know what I'm really talking about. Right. They all get paid. Tennis players get paid more than these uh, UFC fighters, the good ones. I mean, mm. But they, the what these UFC fighters need and what they don't have access to is healthcare. Um, unless they are married uh, to somebody who does have that healthcare, they don't have it. And Angela Hill let me know about that. She talked oh, about crazy. fighters like um, we we heard rumors that Tiago Santos had came into the fight against John Jones with pre-existing injuries. Um, that one of his uh, uh, CLs, ACL, MCL, whatever it was, was torn coming into that fight. There was rumors about it, um, but afterwards, I, I had listened to Angela Hill talk about it, and that rumor became way more plausible to me when I understood that fighters will take a fight just so they can go to the hospital afterwards and get all their pre-existing conditions taken care of. So something along the lines of what Justin Gaethje was saying, hoping that Tony Ferguson breaks his nose uh, or messes up his teeth or something like that so he can get his mouth fixed. Wow. Didn't know that, but yeah, something along those lines, Lewis, yes. Um, but yeah, so, and then, you know, they don't, these fighters uh, don't get paid. Like, don't get me wrong, I ain't stupid. The UFC makes way more money off of these fights than they give to the fighters. Hell yeah. I mean, the fighters, what was it, 14%? But, but a fighter not fighting versus a fighter fighting yeah. is the whole reason why. Go back, go go listen to Jerry. Go listen to Eddie Bravo talk about it. Um, uh, Tony Ferguson felt like he came out of that fight a winner because he was able to get paid and take care of his family. Well, I was so worried about the, you know, emotions of uh, uh, the emotional stability of Tony Ferguson coming out that fight and knowing what he lost. Yeah. And Eddie was like, absolutely not. This man has shocked me. Absolutely not. This man right here, you know, like they show Instagram videos of him dancing and whatnot. But he's he's like, I'm blessed. I'm covered. I'm grateful. He is like, I can feed my family. I don't have my family doesn't have to worry about anything for you know, maybe a year. Yeah, I mean, he he made five hundred thousand dollars off of that fight, and he got fighted the night bonus. So you talking about walking mm-hmm. away for five hundred fifty thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's not a bad day at the damn office. So, so you have to understand, this is why the UFC is putting on their fights. Yeah, they're putting it on because they have a six hundred man roster, and they need to start paying people. Yeah, you got miles to feed, and you know all a huge portion of all of the shares of all a huge portion of all of the profits that the UFC is going to be making for the next couple of years. It's they're all going, going well. It's not just donation, but it's all going, going back donate. into it's going back into oh, the yeah. that buying. Fight you know Island. what I'm saying? Well, not just Fight Island. I'm fight saying, Island. but um, it's going to Fight Island. No, nah, well, I, I don't think it's Fight Island. I think it's going back into the. I think I think the the the, the people who uh, I think the UFC is in a in a tough predicament with just. B- uh, buying, you know, selling the company for, you know, and going public or whatever, selling the company for, you know, four billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? When somebody buys something for four billion dollars, that's a, that's that's based off of your estimate evaluation. Like that's, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's they, they're looking at what your projected evaluation. They're looking at what your, what the, you know, your success right now and the way that you're headed and what what we what do we project you're going to make over the next couple of years? They don't give a damn about no global global pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They invested. Mm-hmm. They bought that. They 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 got that money. They you know bought this company. They want to start making that money back. So I know the UFC is is uh, you know Dana White's not sitting around. He got to strike while the iron's hot. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I hey listen touche. But not only for that, but just but also for the fighters and for the staff and for the crew. If ain't no fights going, and you know it. It's the fight business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And luckily I enough, I mean, you had you had fighters that you know stepped up and said, "Oh, I'll fight." I mean, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Luckily enough, we got but fighters that's that's willing to step up. These main event fighters, you got to think about these main event fighters. Everybody who who's headlining the big names: Claudia Gadella, Edson Barboza, Alistair Overeem, Walt Harris. Like this card alone, mm-hmm. all of those people helped out. You know. The, the Nate Landwers, the Giga J- uh, Chickadees, <laughs> I always get his name, uh, you know, the Kevin Hollins, all the people I'm talking about that were on the prelims. Yeah. Okay? Because those names wouldn't be big enough to draw a crowd, but they got them. Right, right, right. And you got you to gotta feed everybody. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how big, how small, you know, the man is. They all got, they all got a... <laughs> Giga chickadees. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they all got a uh, you know families to feed, and hey, you know what? Hey, uh, since you jump back to the uh, prelims real quick, honorable mention: Miguel, a uh, Miguel uh, Baziz or Beze versus Matt Brown. He mm-hmm. caught he caught Matt Brown with a with a nasty ass um, right hand that came from nowhere, lifted mm-hmm. Matt Brown off his feet. Yeah, that shit mm. was that shit was uh he ended it. Yeah, that was that was really really nice, really impressive. Yeah. Um impressive win. But um oh, on to the main event. Yeah, moving on to the main event. You know, in watching this fight, um this is the, and just to you know set up the the main event. This is Walt Harris, uh a UFC heavyweight. This is his first uh fight back, you know, and his return to the octagon after the devastating loss of his daughter. Um his stepdaughter uh she was you know went missing uh thought she was kidnapped and then you know later found the body it's just a tragedy and a horrible situation um watching this fight when the fight came on when the car came on it came on with the entire documentary of uh, his daughter Anaya harris mm-hmm. and i'm watching this and i'm like damn this is like first of all this ain't the this ain't the type of my, you know, the place that I'm really trying to be while I'm watching this fight. You know what I mean? Not that I'm not grateful for the information or that I that I'm that I don't care. It's just that I feel like the UFC could have put on a special just for her and in right. him. Like you could have put on a special about about Anaya Harris. You could have told her her story. Brought awareness, and then you could have put on, you could have showed three fights from Walt of his last couple of fights to show, you know, to talk about his return. You know what I mean? Showing Walt be dominant, showing him fight for his daughter, and just leave it there. But the 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 emotional implications in this fight, just after that video, not even let alone actually being in Walt Harris's shoes, go have gone through what he went through. Just watching that video, it was so much pressure. Like, damn, fuck. Like, woof. Well, I hope you win. You know what I mean? Like, 
when you show right. when you do a whole because the first initial video was about 15 minutes when you do a 15 minute dedication to your fallen daughter and this is your fight and you're dedicating it to her and, and all this other stuff it just it just feels like a whole lot of pressure to win and uh walt harris came out and in the first round um walt harris landed uh beautifully on alistair overeen and he almost no. finished that fight no 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 you're wrong he came out. He landed a beautiful shot on Overeem, dropped him, and won the fight. Mm. But for whatever reason, the ref felt like, hmm, there's more to go. Even though at one point, Overeem was clammed up and Walt Harris was punching straight through. Nah, I don't I don't think it was ever clean. I think I think Overeem, I think Overeem no, truly, go back and watch it. I did. I, 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 I like watched it. He clammed up like this. Yeah. And over and Harris landed three shots straight through. Straight through. And now I think right after that he he grabbed for him or something like that. Like it was a dish it was one of those it was I I mean, well but clearly even up because of that the finish. Point, he was still like at that point I was like, oh man, all right, they definitely gonna call this. Yeah. Like by now, by now. But because he I mean, because he didn't win. I mean he he they he he didn't win that fight. Walt Harris didn't win that fight because if he if he if he stopped Overeem, then he should have stopped Overeem, and he didn't. Overeem wasn't stopped. He he weathered that storm. He ate all those shots, and he came back and he gave his own shots back to Walt Harris. And Walt, uh, which you know got a little bit uncomfortable because uh, he got a little that old was a UFC long out of this. I would say you got some old UFC, I definitely some classic say, UFC. Yeah, I mean, but you, and you know what? With the heavyweight division, it bears credence because when you think of like Czech Congo versus Pat Barry, I mean, that fight should have been, you know, ended. You know, Pat Barry knocked out Czech Congo easy, but he didn't. And Czech Congo ended up coming back and knocking out Pat Barry. You know what I mean? But that fight, like that fight was just a drunken mess. But when you got the heavyweights and you got guys. Beautiful end to to that story it would have been a beautiful end to that story and I do agree Alistair Overeem pissed on everybody pissed in everybody's Cheerios well everybody didn't realize so you're telling me it was more important for Alistair Overeem to celebrate a victory for his 40th birthday than for Walt Harris to celebrate the memory of his stepdaughter with a victory what I'm saying huh? is, is is what everybody don't realize what is the that freak is going on with the UFC universe listen uh, listen man listen man this man is a fighter Okay, the UFC is an octagon. It's about cages. It is about fighting. It is it is a place of destruction and pain. And I don't know why people think that they that they're gonna find like that you like like look what happened to Rachel Ostovich when she came back from you know her fight after her husband had domestically mm-hmm. violenced her. I don't I don't know, beat her abused. 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 Yeah. She was domestically violenced. <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit. That's not a joke. I blame it on the uh, on the uh, on the medicine for the hand. Once again, my apologies. So <laughs> Rachel Ostovich came back, and uh, and then Paige Van Zant beat the living shit out of her on the ground and over and over and over again in a dominant yeah. position. I think she sat on Rachel's chest and b- hit her with elbows. And then tried to choke her, and then she fought out of it, and then she just kept beating the shit out of her until she eventually let her choke her out or something like that. I mean, do you think Rachel, after gaining the courage to come back to the octagon after being beat by her husband, deserved to get whoa, elbowed whoa. in the face? Wasn't no. she beat by her husband, like, that day? No, she wasn't beat by her husband that day. Rachel Ostovich? 
that week. No. That fight was canceled when Rachel Rachel was uh, hospitalized. Okay, okay, okay. All right. She had to live. She All had right. the, the shit beaten out of her, and, and you know, to you know, uh, with my greatest condolences, the shit beaten out of her. You know what I mean? But and and then she came back and she fought Paige Van Zandt, and once again, I think she got the shit beaten out of her. I don't know if she ever you know got herself back together. The octagon is not a place for touchy feelings, and it's not a place for emotions, and it's not a place for happy endings and all that other shit. If you want to retire, there's a place to do that. It's a place to fight and beat people's asses. But but everything else is just not like it's just not a good mix for it. It's not a good mix for it. You know what I mean? I mean, people try it. They try it with religion. They try it with a lot of different things, and it doesn't work well. Um, it's a platform to you know you can do stuff with it, but the octagon just seems like the place for assholes to win. I mean, look at it. Rachel Ostevich beaten by her husband and came back to the UFC and got destroyed. Greg Hardy beat the shit out of his girlfriend and now he's on the UFC winning streak. It's just the way of the damn world. You know what I mean? This is, you know, I, I mean, I feel horrible for for Walt and I'm, I'm glad he didn't retire. I, I wish him and his family the best, but it was the promo, man. It was too much pressure. Your daughter loves you. You was, you know, a great father, you know what I'm saying, and 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 you'll always be remembered, and y'all always have had those memories. But your life with your daughter and your fighting and fighting, it it, it doesn't have you know that's it that's it, it's separate. That's how you provide it, but that's not how you have to remember her through. It's not like you was fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like she was a fighter, no, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? So that I, I just felt like they didn't have to put those together and it was just too much it was too much pressure man it's already enough when you know you're about to go into a cage locked in with another man that wants to beat the living shit out you and now you you gotta battle this guy and the it ghost definitely felt like it's too much it definitely felt like uh too much capitalizing on what story it, for their problem yes 100 percent, 100 percent cash grab they did not give a shit they was that's why i said you could have did a special you could have showed three of Walt Harris's fights and then did a whole documentary documentary on Anaya and brought awareness and and all types of other stuff if you really wanted to do something like that. You know what I mean? But that's not how they, they were just using that as a storyline. He was just a character. He yeah. just had a he just had a bad origin. He just had a sad origin story. That's how they played him up that night. Mm-hmm. You know, what and I'm they saying? try to they try to put Overeem in there as the easy meal ticket because he just got knocked out by. Uh, Rosenstrike, and that's the thing. Overeem is is everybody. Overeem is some of the greatest uh, guys. Mill ticket, but the reason mm-hmm. why Overeem allows himself or is in a position to be that mill ticket is because he always in the middle of those lo- losses he gets wins like this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he lost to Engano. Yeah, he lost to Rosenstruck, but he beat Walt Harris. You know what I mean? He always mm-hmm. got that, you know, like Overeen to go on a couple of losses, you know, a young guy to get over on him, make himself look good, and then Overeen to surprise you and catch a nasty submission or a nice five-round, you know, uh, main event fight or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, good to see the Reem back on in winning form. He uh, has some title uh, hopes. He says he wants to take this run and you know try one, at least one last time to you know to get the strap um he's 40. yeah he's he said he's excited he said he hopes that John Jones and uh and Gano fights he said if they fight he he got Jones in that fight he think Jones cuz you know him and Jones mm-hmm. trained together he said he got Jones in that fight so very interesting stuff but uh very interesting uh uh you know week of fights man very interesting mm-hmm. week of fights UFC came back going hard yeah, I don't know when they uh, I, 
Sounded like uh, What's her name Megan O'Leavy Is that her name Yeah Megan O'Leavy uh, Sounded like She had made a comment At the end That they were going To go back to Vegas But um, as we said At the top of the episode The uh, The the 250 card is still to be announced, so it's not even solidified anymore. It used to be June 6th, but, or June something like that. Um, but now it's not even uh, solidified anymore. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I think the next fight, um, if they're not going to do the uh, Tyron Woodley, which I, I, I don't, I hope he doesn't fight Gilbert Burns. I mean, I think Tyron Woodley deserves a better fight than that. But um, this is his first fight after losing his championship belt. It should be against Kobe Covington or. Kamar Usman. It should be Kobe against Kobe Covington right now. I think that makes perfect sense. But um, yeah, man, uh, great line of fights, man. Uh, I think the next one we got looking forward to is Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spence. Spencer. Spencer. Mm-hmm. So uh, Spencer is the one that uh, survived that slaughter by uh, uh, Chris Cyborg. I mean, she lost, but. She got that shit beat. Oh, and she lived. Yeah, she's the one who. She lived. Yeah, so. she's the Harry Potter of the division. She is definitely. <laughs> well, um, we'll see what Amanda can do with that. If Amanda, if Amanda Nunes beats this girl, doesn't matter if the girl's good or not. Um, she's good enough to get in there to get a title shot. If Amanda Nunes beats this girl, I I have no more. Like, she's better than Triple C. She's better than any two-time, you know, two-division champ. Oh, yeah. I mean, as she far as... She went up, went down, went up. Yeah. I mean, no doubt. I like, mean, you know, prop, big props to Amanda Nunes. I, you know, when I'm waiting for that division, like, it's funny because, like, you know, Amanda Nunes, one of the best. But I don't consider her division the most talented by far. Like, I think there's more talent in other divisions, especially not the 145-pound division. I think the 135 division, she has some good talent in there. I think that's a uh, you know, fairly talent-rich uh, division. But I think the most talent in the um, I think the most talent in the female uh, in you know, female fighting is the um, the strawweight. Division mm-hmm. one fifteen, uh, the Zhang, uh, Zhang Weili, Yuan Zhejiek, uh, Rose Namis Yunus. There's just not enough people that I care for um, no, Amanda Nunes to, to fight. I mean, you got Tatiana Suarez, you have, uh, but Tatiana Suarez that might be one thirty five. That might not even be. That might not. Yeah, that might be one. That might be one twenty five. But yeah, there's not enough big names, not enough hype, and, and not, not no more. Yeah, I mean yeah. they they got They need to do another girl she ultimate fighter. Out. They need to do a girl ultimate fighter, bringing all yeah. new all new chicks. My yeah. my my problem. The reason why going back to Angela Hill thing that we were talking about, I didn't get behind Angela Hill in the uh, very beginning because watching Ultimate Fighter, she was the only black girl, and I just you know put all my eggs in that, in, in the black girl power. And uh, at the time, she wasn't ready. Um, her basket wasn't ready to carry mm-hmm. them. But now uh, Angela is ready to, uh, to, to 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 take the mantle, so I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm jumping back on the bandwagon. But uh, we need some more sisters, man. We need some sisters. Definitely agree with that. But uh, until the next one, man, we got some. Uh, always got some more stuff. You already know. Always come back and check us out here at the Round One Podcast. And um, yeah, man, I think that wraps it up. Like always, good night. God bless. Deuces. <laughs>